What's up, everybody? Welcome back once again to your favorite podcast, episode 19 of Controlled Chaos. As always, joined by my partner, Owen Kiska. How are we doing, Owen? We're feeling festive. It's the week of Christmas, Zach. Yes. Christmas is Friday. We're feeling we're feeling jolly. We're feeling holly jolly. and jolly. Holly jolly Christmas. Christmas on Friday. Tumultuous year to say the least. A chaotic oh, yes. year, Kiska, but we are hitting the home stretch. And, you know, we could have wished for a lot of Christmas presents, but I think the main one on a lot of people's list is Playboy Cardi dropping whole lot of red. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting a little bit more for this album. Cardi is doing whatever Cardi does on Twitter, teasing the album. Owen, is he dropping? No, <gasps> I just I don't I don't think so. I think I think it's too soon. It's it's too soon for him to actually drop it. It's only been what two years. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like know. the Olympics. I, we need we're just gonna floor. have to we're gonna have to settle for Mario Judah for now. Hey, and I'm here for that. Bia, <laughs> Bia, stream Bia, destroy Bia on Spotify. Such a good song. Check out Mario Judah's interview with, with Anthony the, Fantano. Yeah, with Fantano, that was beautiful. Mr. Melonhead himself. Oh my god, that was a wonderful, uh, just a wonderful interview. I, I mean, yeah. that that might win an Oscar somewhere <laughs> down the road. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna hang that in the loop. Put that in a put that in a museum. Yeah, that's a Kodak moment right there. God. So, um, he says Cardi in his little cryptic text, making it seem like there's gonna be a Travis and yeah. Cuddy feature on yeah. Water Red. I think the Cuddy one's more confirmed than the other because Cuddy actually tweeted about it too. But you know, we saw that Cardi tweet earlier in the week where he like tagged Travis and said like, "Hey, sounds nice, bud." So I mean, maybe I hope so. If Cuddy drops. Or not, Cuddy already dropped. Yeah. If, if Cardi, Cardi drops, drops, I'll be. I don't know what I'll be because I, I think it's gonna be good. I, I, I mean, it's, it's taken two years for him. I and, think. I think he's already missed out on the main, like the first wave of like hype around the baby voice. Because if he had capitalized on that momentum, like summer of 2019, and had released it then, or had been able to get it out in time when like he was still popping. Like after his verse on Igor came out, like all that when it was like at the top of the rap game, I think this album would have been insane. Oh and yeah, I think it's still gonna be really good. Nuclear, I at least for the style he's going for, I think it'll be good. But I just think historically, there's never really been an album that's dropped on Christmas Day, and I think that's gonna be weird. I don't know if that's the stance you want to take if you're in Cardi's camp. You want to drop it on Christmas Day, and for all we know, Drake could very well be dropping certified lover boy two weeks from now yeah so really i don't know man i i i think the album is going to be good it cannot be how cardi was like on pain 1990 oh yeah because that ruined uh, the song what was the single called uh oh i know what you're talking about it wasn't like meh? it's like at me yeah that song sucked that was dog <laughs> so if you're don't gonna give come, us that if you're gonna come at us with that no I need some location. But, I need some. Yeah. I need something because fell in love. I feel like this is gonna be a good album, but I feel I, like it will be too. I I'm gonna say hot take. It drops on Friday with that is a hot take. The top two songs being a the one with Travis, and then he's just gonna have one song that's gonna be just like nuclear. 
You think? Yeah, I think it's going to go dummy. But then I feel like there's going to be some misses on the album too. I'm going to go yeah, with... I haven't listened to it yet, but I think it's going to be in the five to six range. Oh, wow. I, I see it being a little bit higher than that. I don't know. I was I was one of the people where when Cardi was at the top of the baby voice thing, like I was, I loved it. Where like I, I was listening to that. I was lipping, listening to people rip him off. I was listening to leaks. Like it all sounded great to me. Oh, the leaks. So if I can get Just... back to like pissy pamper level leaks oh my on gosh. this album that is the number one the happiest man on earth that is like the number one song that never drops like yeah. everybody it's one of it's was vibing it's to pissy there. pamper i mean that thing became worldwide that song could have gone number one without oh ever dropping gosh and then oh man that was an absolutely nuclear song yeah that was released but unreleased but yeah is mm. i remember I people mean, were like putting it on spotify yeah, under different I, names dude, i like, had like four different versions of it in case they got deleted it mm-hmm. was great oh man that was good up there with like when travis and young thug dropped that one song for like 10 minutes and then travis took it down i forget oh, what it was called i know what you're talking about that song was called. good yeah um but yeah whole lot of red maybe that's what we've been meaning whole lot. Red? red i mean the only reason the only reason we're talking about this so much is one i mean i guess because he's tweeting about it but two because there really wasn't much that dropped yeah i mean there was we had cuddy last week and then i mean eminem dropped the deluxe for music to be murdered by but like the original version of that album i really didn't like mm-hmm. i i haven't felt eminem's music for a while mm-hmm. not not since probably marshall mathers lp2 mm-hmm. back, and it's not then. a diss on him I mean, like he's he's one of the goats but yeah like, he's still one of the best rappers of all time i mean especially lyrically i mean he's he's out there sometimes he says some questionable stuff mm-hmm. but um, did you did you see his lyric off this last album something about he said like you've heard of chris christopherson well i'm piss pissed offerson mad man that was a good one Matt, not a happy guy he, he just he you know i don't know I think it, that was not what I wanted to hear. That was the one Don Tolliver feature that I did not like. And that's oh, saying something. Yeah. I'm I like, forgot they were on the I've, album. I've been on Don Tolliver. Like, that's yeah. like my one humble brag is like, I was on Don yeah, Tolliver yeah. before no, he I knew was you were. Don, you know? And that's the one song that I just, I can't get with yeah. it for some reason. Yeah. But I mean, I'm trying to think of what else dropped. I mean, Young Thug had a single that was decent. Mm hmm. I think my favorite drop of the week had to be Little Dragon featuring Moses Sumney. That song was great. Let me let me try to remember what it was called. Uh It's called it's called The Other Lover. Uh that song was really really good. Really? Uh yeah. I mean it, it's just like I mean Moses Sumney's album this past year Gray, it was in it's it's I, I'll give you a little sneak preview next week's, you know, we're, our top albums yeah. list. It's going to be on that list. You're going to have to tune album. into that one. It's going to be an absolutely yeah. electric episode to close out the year. But let me tell you, Moses Sumney's voice is angelic. And I can second that. And yeah. I wasn't on Moses Sumney, but I'll nah, tell you what. Some, there are some beautiful, beautiful lyrics on that Real song. deal Holyfield right there. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't really a busy week in music. We had a Paul McCartney album, Ooh. Get Hype. Uh, it was, you know, it's just not the same. It was still solid. I, I liked it. I thought it had yeah, a solid, solid, eh, I don't even know. It was okay, but it's Paul McCartney. So it's obviously going to be somewhat yeah decent. Yeah. Um, Unless we, it's his Christmas music. Is mm-hmm. Christmas music not good? Not a fan. No. Owen Kiska, not a fan. Conway the Machine Deluxe album. Yeah. There were a couple of good songs on that. <sighs> I, mean, I think I think if I had to go for one other drop that was actually in 
kind of rap, which I know we we talk about a lot, was probably the slow tie single "Thoughts." Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was actually that song uh, went kind of kind of hard. Hmm? I liked it. Um, but yeah, not really a busy week in music at yeah. all after just an absolutely yeah. nuclear one with Taylor Swift, Kid Cudi, and back and forth. Yeah. And there was a lot of slander on the timeline about who what you listened to first. Yeah, people were judging each care. other. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's cutter I mean, season. I mean, I still haven't listened to Taylor. Yeah, I, I still haven't either, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say I, that. Yeah, I might get there at some point, but for now, I'm I'm still rocking with some other stuff. Yeah, all the slander. Don't care yeah, about it. I just don't care. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Kuko though. Yeah. Just, just, just on the low. He didn't even drop anything, but shout out, Kuko, just because. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, screw music. Let's get on to sports. Yeah, That's okay. what we're really about to talk yeah. about. And we've been hyping it up, hyping it up, hyping it up, and everything that we thought was gonna happen happened, including Notre Dame just getting absolutely shellacked. A and M has no control over their future. A and M misses out on the playoff. Yeah. So. What do we think? I mean, first of all, I have to tell you, you lucked out with Coastal's game against Lula getting canceled. Oh, they still um, would have won. Their co-conference championship, co- they're co-conference champions now, but I'm just letting you know, if that game had been played, Coastal was on the ropes. Especially because it was Coastal who had the issues with COVID. They're missing some players. Let me tell you, the Raging Cajuns are coming for them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I mean, kind of my my realistic Notre Dame scenario happened, as I thought it would be. We got Killed by Clemson. Destroyed. Not um, even close. Not a not a fun game to watch. And then we got put in the four slot playing against Bama. And and I have to say, I'm kind of conflicted on whether or not, first, that we should have made the playoff and whether or not I wanted us to make the playoff. Because I think a lot of the people on ESPN especially, it was kind of a tale of two tapes because I know SEC has you know rights with CBS and everything. And when I was watching the halftime show, the SEC championship game, every single guy in the studio was talking about how, oh, yeah. I mean, I think Texas A&M is a shoe in for that four. I really don't see Notre Dame getting in. And then every single person on ESPN, you had Chris, you had Kirk, you had Joey Galloway on that show uh, when they announced it saying, oh, yeah, I don't think there's any way A&M gets in. Mm-hmm. And, and I really could see arguments for both sides. I mean. Oh, yeah, me too. I, you know, this whole talk about the SEC being superior to everybody else and I'm having to face a lot of player people. And it really just came down to, I think in my heart of hearts, the reason Notre Dame made it was because of their extra win over north carolina yeah. and at the time of I them agree. beating them it wasn't that big of a win but seeing north carolina go out and do what they did to miami yeah. was very was very big helping notre dame's resume hopes yeah. now i'm gonna get in with this i think a lot of people are slandering notre dame just because they've lost one game their timing of their loss all that good stuff yeah we really should be getting mad at ohio state i, I was about to say the same i thing. mean let's this is what i've been thinking about all day you're Everybody's on the timeline saying Notre Dame doesn't win big games, blah, 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 blah. Game against Clemson didn't matter, yada, yada, yada. But we forget that literally less than a week ago, Ohio State didn't wasn't going to play the game against Michigan, weren't yeah. going to be in the championship game, and they were at jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And here they are with the Big Ten bending the rules for them, not once but twice now, yeah. as now they don't have to quarantine their players only – no, 15 I think it's se- yeah, it's 17, 17 instead, of instead of 21. Anyway, so they get to go in the Big Ten Championship. Squeak yeah. by a Northwestern team who controlled pretty much the first half. Yes, their running back had a solid game. He went <laughs> that's off. A, that's an understatement. That's an understatement. He went off. 31 yards. But, I mean, this team. No, I know exactly what you mean. And, and I think you and I share the same sentiment as a lot of the coaches because I think it just goes to show how out of touch the committee is. Exactly. I mean, they, they interviewed Brian Kelly. They were talking to Jimbo after the game on Saturday. Like, 
the common, you know, statement among all those coaches who were on the outside looking in or on the inside looking out in Notre Dame's case was, you know, I think the most important thing is the fact that our team has been able to get out on the field and play games consistently. Because mm-hmm, I think the committee lost sight. They Yes, they, they value who you played. Yeah. But how many times did you put in a game week and go in there, train for a week, practice for a week, learn a team, regardless if it's Rutgers or if it's Alabama? Yeah. You're going in, you're preparing for this game. And it really comes down to data points. Are we yeah. just going to predict that Justin Fields is going to be this magical guy when he goes out and plays against Indiana? No, he's, he's really not. He's no. really not. Because the two games they played against ranked teams this year, Fields threw three interceptions against both of them. Three interceptions against Indiana, three interceptions against Northwestern. This team, even if, I mean, the, the eye test is such a stupid thing to talk about in the first place because it makes no sense to me. But the eye test doesn't even pass for Ohio State. It's literally just reputation that got them this far, I feel mm-hmm. like, because they did not play well. Uh-uh, no. They're squeaking by these teams. And yes, Notre Dame did not even show up against Clemson, but North Carolina, they showed yeah. up. Clemson, that yes, they, they, they only they had already the proven themselves. Away, but they showed up. And they have to set up, they have to strap up and go play for, what is it, they played, what, 11 games? Yeah. So, yes, they lost one of them, and it was a very bad game don't get me wrong they were flat from the beginning but playing clemson twice having giving brett venables the so-called best coordinator in all of college football a chance to look at your defense your offense twice yeah over a team that whose key wins and i'm sorry to say this about indiana but are indiana and northwestern they're i mean indiana I, i would argue is a pretty Strong win. We can even get in on it. It wasn't even a game that they should have won. I mean, that's a story for another day. But I think my main point with Ohio State and what I think a lot of these coaches are are kind of frustrated with too is I at least for one firmly, firmly believe that if Ohio State plays a twelve or thirteen game season this this year, if they make it to the conference championship, they do not finish the season undefeated. In those final six games, I firmly believe whether it's Michigan, whether it's Penn State, whether it's a Wisconsin team, whether it's, you know, rematch against whoever in the in the Big Ten Championship at the end of the year, I firmly believe they lose at least one of those games. Mm-hmm. And I think if they play that Michigan game, that's a this is my very scalding hot take. They play that Michigan game two weeks ago. They oh, yeah. Lose that I think they could have been on upset alert for sure. Yeah. I don't they lose I wouldn't that football go as far game. as to say they would lose, but I think it certainly would hurt them some more. Just the fact that, you know, in the games this year, out of the si- the the whole six games they've played in games where Justin Fields plays teams that are better than you know the Illinois of the world and the Rutgers of the world, he has not been good, and now he's dealing with a sprained thumb too. I mean, this Ohio State team, I I think he's already you know kind of they're they're already a step down on Clemson. I think. Yeah, they're gonna get. I mean, it's clear the top two teams in the nation are Clemson and Alabama. Yeah, it's been like that for, for sure. ages, and it will continue to be like that for exactly. a while. But this whole idea of Notre Dame being not good enough to be the four slot when you have a team in Ohio State that really hasn't played anyone, and they've only played six times. Yeah. Yes, Notre Dame's going out there and they're beating Syracuse and Boston College, but they're beating more of the teams. Yeah, and. 
I in in my honest opinion, I think A and M should have made it over Ohio State. That is what I think we they should could have. have. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a loss in week one to Bama, and then you win eight straight. You know, win against Florida is huge at this point because Florida put up a fight against Bama. That was a great game. And you know, A and M's that one team that I think has gotten steadily better over yeah, the season. I, I mean, this team agree. started out the season only losing to a, a a team that didn't win this year, Vanderbilt. Yeah, they beat Vanderbilt by what one five score? points. Yeah, and they closed the year out with a handed victory over Tennessee 34 to 13. Yeah. So yes, it's a consolation they get to play them in the Orange Bowl. And we can even get into how stupid the New Year's 6 is. God. I think the committee as a whole, we we talked yeah, about Yeah, it's not this. even just the top 4. Yeah, we talked about when we enacted this whole college football playoff, how it was going to give everyone a fair chance, a fair shake. And yes, this has been a weird season, but let's be real. Cincinnati got finessed cincinnati got indiana indiana got got finessed coastal got finessed iowa state is the most overrated team of all time how do you have a three loss season you've lost to lula you have lost to oklahoma now in the big 12 championship you are a three loss team and you finished the year in the top 10 in a big 12 where the best team was an oklahoma team that also had two losses one of which was to kansas state there was not a power in the Big 12 uh-uh. this year. And as much as you want to make it that, there, there isn't that. You yeah. know, and, and it, the two other teams whole... finish in the top 10? You've yeah. got Clemson finishing at 7 as well. Or, or uh, Oklahoma, Clemson. I meant. I don't know why I said Clemson. But Oklahoma finishes the year at 7 after... Uh, I mean, they they I, to be fair, Oklahoma did look like a top 10 team they for most good. of the year. They lost that game to Kansas State. Uh, their game against Texas was a great game. Spencer Rattler got progressively better as the season went on. I think he is going to be a force for years to come. Uh, but that that Oklahoma team, I will say, after winning the Big 12, deserved to be in the top 10. Iowa State did not. And the thing that is so bad is the the president of the college football playoff, the chairman of the lead chairman of the committee, Gary Barty, goes out and says that the strength of victory is a big thing for them. And the fact that at the time that Iowa State, and this is before the championship game happened, they said... Iowa State had beaten um, – who had they beaten? They'd beaten they beat Texas already. and they beat Oklahoma. So they beat two top 25 teams. Yeah. With and losses to Oklahoma State. They go Oklahoma. and say that Coastal just doesn't have the victories. When literally they have one of the teams that Coastal beat, beat Iowa State. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. And they also beat an undefeated BYU team with two days to prepare. Exactly. And – Coastal has just as many top 25 victories as Iowa State, yet Iowa State is the team that gets to go? Like, that is so crazy. And the funny thing to me, too, is I I don't know. This whole Coastal Carolina thing to me is hilarious just because we started the year as a joke when Coastal Carolina, like, beat Kansas. They were, like, a 3-0 team. You know, they had the guys with the mullets that made them popular. We were kind of just joking around, like, oh, go Shans. Mm -hmm. This team is legit. Yeah. I mean, we were joking about them at the beginning of the year, talking about how, you know, oh, go Sean's, go Sean's, they're a rooster, whatever. That team is good. Don't discount them. They are Don't absolutely you dare discount one them. of the best teams outside of Power 5 in the country. And they're going, they they will control the Sun Belt for years to come. Yeah. And I, that's not that, even a Those matchups between them and Lula are going to be fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. You throw you throw Troy in there occasionally. Yeah. Troy will give still the, have a give me the okay Trojans. program. God, that's going to be a fun, fun conference. Yeah, it's going to be a very It's going to be the fun belt for years yeah. to come. And we coined that term right here, right here that's on trademarked. Controlled Chaos. We trademarked that yeah, worldwide copyright. God. The fun belt is here Absolutely. to stay. But God, going back to that 
Iowa State. The one that's even worse to me is Oregon. They win the Pac-12 oh championship. Sure. They are playing each other in the Fiesta Bowl. Oregon and Iowa State. Oregon finished this year four and two. Iowa State eight and three. And you have six and one Indiana on the outside looking in, not in a New Year's Six game. You've got eleven and zero Coastal, not in a New Year's Six game. Hell, I'll even put Northwestern and Iowa in that list, both six and two, better than Oregon. Mm-hmm. I would say undoubtedly. And are not in the New Year's Six game. BYU is a one-loss team, not in the New Year's Six game. Oregon wasn't even going to go to their their championship game. No. Until Washington got COVID. Yeah. They weren't even going to play in the championship game, and they go and beat USC. That tie-in is insane that that they're there. At this point, you have to eliminate the tie-in. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, matter you, anymore. I would. I would put USC in over Oregon, even with that head-to-head loss in the Pac-12 championship, just based off the whole season. Oregon was not a good team. Hell, San Jose, Tulsa. I'll start yeah, rattling off teams State, that are better. Tulsa. USC is ranked higher than Oregon in the rankings, yeah. yet they're not going to play Miami. In the power f- is it, a two-loss team. They're not playing in a New Year's Six. They're not playing it, in it New is Year's absolutely six crazy to me. And. These teams, like, these whole tie-ins, they don't make sense yeah. to me. Yes, I understand it's money, money, money. Yeah. But at a, at a time where you have this playoff, you're putting teams that are simply inferior into yeah. these big bowl games yeah. where they're not going to match up. I, I will say there is one New Year's Six game that I am really looking forward to, and that's Oklahoma-Florida. Yeah. I think that's going to be a great game. That's going to be a good game. That I, one they got right. That's I think, a great, great game. I think the AM North Carolina game is going to be good. Too. And I think AM North Carolina. Those are the I two think, good I games. think AM probably looks a lot better than North Carolina in that game, but I do think it's going to be interesting to watch Mac Brown against AM. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a stretch, but, you know, Mac Brown was one of the final UT head coaches to have that rivalry under his belt against AM. And, you know, uh, that, that's a program he knows very, very well. So. Yeah. And. I, I think Cincy's going to go out with a victory. Yeah, I'll Cincy, Cincy Georgia is going to be a good game. That'll be a as good well. game. I could see Cincy winning that for sure. Yet again, Georgia in the Peach Bowl playing a home game, essentially. In if at, Cincinnati I mean, in beats Atlanta. Georgia, are they undisputed national champions? Oh yeah, absolutely. Call, somebody call somebody call. Or UCF. can they be like co-champions with Alabama if Alabama also wins out and finishes undefeated? Maybe maybe Coastal wins their bowl game against Liberty. We declare them tri-champions. Tri-champions. That's beautiful. No. San Jose wins out. Ooh, quad San Jose too. God, we could have four Split national champions Split the trophy this four year. ways. I don't care. You put those four teams in a playoff. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> Get yourself some February football. Screw <laughs> the Super Bowl. Bama, I'm watching Coastal, since Bama and, and Coastal in God. the semifinal. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go nuts I'll for that. I'll tune in. Play that game on the moon. I don't care. <laughs> I'll find a way. Jeez. God. But getting down to brass tacks, I think this was a crazy year. We had speculated the whole year. And the funny thing I saw um, as I was watching the Notre Dame Clemson game is just the rankings. They stayed the same. The top four yeah. stayed the same all the way through until, of course, Notre Dame lost. Yeah. And they did what them. they had to do. So I don't know. I don't know what, what the future holds. Uh, I know yeah. Colin Cowherd, I don't know how good his sources are. He said that they're going to move to an 18 playoff. And, you know, an 18 playoff would be nice. Our first round matchup, this year. Bama Cincy, second, or, or, or yeah, Bama Cincy, Clemson, Florida, Ohio State, Ooh. OU. Clemson, Florida, I love. I love, I that, love matchup. that. And Notre Dame, A&M, and 4 5, I love and this I'm matchup here. as well. And then you have the amount of space to play these games. And let's just not get started with the fact that the Rose Bowl is going to get played in Arlington. Yeah. And the, the, the New, New Mexico, Mexico Bowl, Bowl is in Frisco, Texas. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I understand bowl tie, like sponsors and all this, but yeah. like, 
it's it's tough at this point. It's just sad. There, I, there are a couple bowl games I'm looking forward to watching this year. Uh, you know, you've got North Texas and Appalachian State kicking the bowl season off today in Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. South Carolina, on the teal turf. On the teal That's turf. electric. That's going to, uh, I mean, that, that might oh, be yeah, the absolutely. game of the year, honestly. Uh, my Longhorns are in the Alamo Dome, Alamo Bowl, facing off against the Buffaloes of Colorado. You know, I think that should be an easy win for Texas to oh, close yeah. out the season. Sam Ellinger gets a gets a one final win in the burnt orange before he goes on to be what like a like a mid third round pick. Yeah, I can and see then, him going to like. Oh God, where he could be like, I could no. see him going under Gruden with the Raiders. I was and becoming just about a to say that. Tight end. I was just about to say that. Make Ellinger a backup tight end for John Gruden's Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, that's electric. I that's would beautiful. To, I would love to see Gruden's QB camp with fuck or with Ellinger. <laughs> with Ellinger, <laughs> that'd be great. And then hear me out. One more game that I love this bowl season: Christmas Day. Buffalo plays Marshall. Mm. Marshall has one of the best scoring defenses, if not the best. I'm not sure if it's changed in the country. Playing against that Buffalo running back who had 400 yards a few weeks ago, that's a beautiful matchup. Mm-hmm. And two of the two of the best. You know, you've got one of the best teams in the MAC against the best conference USA team. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl with 16th ranked BYU going against. The national, former national champions in UCF Ooh. under the lights Ooh. and FAU Stadium on Tuesday. Is Zach Wilson playing? If Zach Wilson's playing, give me that, BYU by a million. Zach Wilson projected number four overall draft pick. That's a that's a little high for me, but hey, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, there's a couple other good games. Texas Bowl, of course, now sponsored by Mercari. Uh, nice, nice. The Mercari. I'm just I'm scrolling through all these games are canceled. Tony I mean, the Tiger I mean, Sun Liber- we talked about it a little bit, but Liberty and Coastal. That's got to be that's got to be great. Hugh Freeze against the the Shans mm-hmm. doesn't get any better. And they said that Indiana is the highest ranked team to play the Outback Bowl. Yeah, that's going to be on Absolute, January second. Yeah. I mean, that's that should be I don't know. I SEC bias, I guess, is is real in this case. I hope Indiana goes out and puts a whooping on Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Ole Miss with a losing Ole Miss record. A, Ole Miss has a yeah, and they have a great offense, but their defense is god awful. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting because Indiana is the exact opposite. They've got a great defense. Yeah, some of these bowl matchups are just it's going to be it's going to be ugly. I hope Indiana destroys Ole Miss just to show them, hey, we could have been in that Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, the Texas Bowl has a three and seven Arkansas team against TCU at six and four. Jesus Christ, Liberty Bowl. Tennessee at three and seven with West Virginia at five and oh, four. Why are they just gets playing? Worse. Why are they playing? It's worse. Tulsa and Mississippi State. Mississippi State won another three and seven football team. Oh, it gets bad. It just does. I mean, the the biggest eh, bowl is the Duke's Mayo Bowl with God. four and four Wake Forest and three and three Wisconsin. Played at Bank of America. Gosh. The site of Notre Dame's almost funeral. God, that was a terrible football game. And we really didn't talk about it because there wasn't a lot to talk about. I, yeah. I think the main thing was, like I said, you give Brett Venables mm-hmm. two times to figure out your offense. Yeah. It's He's going to find a way. And, and it was missed opportunities early on that set the tone for the whole game. If Notre Dame goes out and hits that first field goal, if they either convert that fourth down on their second drive and then go on to score a touchdown to make 10 points in the first quarter, uh, I think Dory even missed a chip shot field goal later in the first quarter. Yeah. If we Off go out and get, yeah, if we go out and we get two two field goals and a touchdown in the first quarter, and we've got 16 points coming out of the first quarter, I'm excited. I mean, that builds momentum for the team. You're mm-hmm. looking good. You're looking like you know this could possibly be a game that could show that Notre Dame is legit. 
but we don't set that tone early. You know, Avery Davis drops that fourth down pass. It was thrown a little bit behind him. Uh, and then Dora misses the chip shot. I mean, we, we dig ourselves into a hole. We give Trevor Lawrence a couple big plays. He goes on like 175-yard pass touchdown. And, and it, you, you can't come back from that at Mm-mm. that point. You're, you're just, you're done. Yeah, it just the book was just running. He was out of the pocket the whole yeah, game, and so there was ugly. nothing he can make happen. And at the end of the day, their secondary is locked down. This is just crazy. I mean, it, it's something to look for though. Their starting safety, Nolan Turner, gets a targeting call in yeah. in a thirty-four to three game. Is now going to miss the first half against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big. One that could be them. big, and that's going to be the primetime game. I wonder what yeah. game Kirk and Chris are going to call. I don't think it'll be the Notre Dame game. I, I think, think we're so going to get Joe Testator and whoever else. That's what I anticipate. Which is going to be eh. I, I don't know. After after this past weekend, I wouldn't mind getting a break from Chris and Kirk forever. Yeah. Not a huge fan. I, I used to I used to like them. I'm not a huge fan anymore. I got to say it. Yeah. They're solid. I think they're better than uh, the SEC crew. Just put just put the playoff on Fox. Yeah, that's me, what I was saying. Those, give me Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt the, the, both games. Those years in like late 2000s where it was all Fox and you had like Dom Brenneman, rest in God. peace to his career. Um, him... And then you had Buck on a couple of games. Can you imagine Joe Buck calling the Bama Notre Dame game, and then Gus Johnson calling primetime Clemson Ohio State? Oh my gosh! Oh, he Gus Johnson would go ape for Ohio <laughs> he State. He, he would. would jump through the press box. <laughs> Jeez! Uh, one last parting shot before we move on to NFL. How about this bowl matchup? Are you ready? Are yeah, your yeah. eyes prepared? I'm prepared. Two and seven, two and eight. South Carolina. Plays six and three UAB in the right. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Just cancel it at that point. Just what cancel we, it. What do we do? Play it. Two and eight. They fired their coach in the middle of the season, <laughs> and they're going it. bowling. Are you kidding me? God, Will Muschamp is about to watch his team play a bowl game from home under the lights of where the Super Bowl is, Graham and James nice. Stadium. Nice. Can you believe that? Tampa, Florida. God, God bless Florida. Let's let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. That's just two and eight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so bad. What are you playing for? Literally, if anyone wanted to play a bowl, they could have. <laughs> you could have. Had, we could have had Vanderbilt yeah, in the bowl. Vandy could have filled that. <laughs> Vanderbilt spot. was like one spot away. If South Carolina said no, Vanderbilt was next in line. Highlight of that game would be Sarah Fuller, Sarah Fuller kicking like a forty-eight yard field first goal to win the score game. score in a bowl game. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Fuller for Gasparilla Bowl MVP. Are you by that kidding much. me? Uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Derek Carr got hurt on Thursday night. Yeah. We had a Marcus Mariota, Justin Herbert oh, yeah. battle of Oregon Thursday night football game. Chargers finally get a victory in overtime. Yeah, overtime. That was a big win for them, I think. Um, yeah. Not a lot to sell from that season. Pretty much kicked the Raiders out of playoff contention, too. So uh, yet another year where we're out. I, I texted you this. Is Derek Carr your quarterback? I don't know. I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't I, except so. they can't really face it this year. Yeah. I mean, they've got a what mid first rounder. Mm-hmm. Maybe they draft Ellinger. Ooh, and they gave they gave no, Derek Carr his like, bag. Yeah, but can you imagine if like if they're picking say fifteenth in the draft and Trey Lance falls to fifteen, do they take him? The you North Dakota to. State guy. I think you have to. You have to. Gruden would. Yeah, Gruden would. I think he would. I if, would. if nothing else, just to put some pressure on him. We saw with the Eagles, it's it's working. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, that game be- between Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray today, both of them with four hundred passing or four hundred total yards, four touchdowns. I mean, that was a great game. Yeah, wonderful game from Hurts. He he's done nothing but impress since he took that starting job over. Looking like a young Michael Vick. Mm, that's a good four, take. That's four a touchdowns. Good he had like sixty something rushing yards. Had like a hundred something last week. 
I mean, his the numbers he's putting up look like prime Michael Vick right now, and he's played two weeks as a starter. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked. To, we did. We we recorded our last episode, but man, that Monday Night Football game from last week between the Browns yeah. and the Ravens that was that was game, game of the year. So absolutely, far. It, mean, it reminded me of that. Uh, what was it? Rams Chiefs game a few years ago on Monday Night Football, the one that finished like fifty three to fifty two or whatever. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that game. It was really good football. I mean, there's a lot of good storylines and something we usually don't see in Monday Night Football, but yeah. we got it. We yeah. got it this week, I and mean, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, that Thursday night football game was big. We had some Saturday. We were starting to get getting the point of the season where we get Saturday night football, which is like, ugh, it's it's I, it's, it's, I don't I understand. I did not it. watch one second of it because I, especially because I had to compete with conference championship week. Like, who is going to watch Aaron Rodgers take on Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers when Alabama and Florida are playing in the SEC championship? Which was game, an absolute slug. Which was a great game. But let's let's watch. Aaron Rodgers, and you know, for to their to their you know point, Carolina they were in the game. Yeah, they were. Um, I but, mean, Packers have already won their division. Yeah, at this I mean, they're point, they're playing for the, they're playing for the one seed mm-hmm. because the Saints did lose today. Yes, they did, which was big. What was the other game on Saturday? I forget. Uh, um, it was the Bills and the Broncos. Yeah, Bills Broncos, which was another Josh Allen just Josh Allen. his MVP status. I hope he wins. He, he, I think he's the favorite right now. Yeah, I would. It's, have him, it's the favorite. him. It's Aaron Rodgers. I guess because the Chiefs only have one loss, you throw Mahomes into that into that pile. I feel like if the Texans, this is another hot take. If if the Texans are at least five hundred, Deshaun Watson's getting talked about. For I, absolutely, and he should be. Because yeah. the guy is just doing digits. Nothing nothing else left to yeah, say. Yeah, we can talk about the Texans. I mean, that's just another. Uh, yeah, I mean. It, it, we find ways to. We're the new Atlanta Falcons. I'm we find new ways to lose every week. I'm literally just saying. They they make it better every week. Yeah. I mean. Last Kiki, week last week it's the fumbled snap. This week we fumble it. at last. I mean, what? Last week we fumbled it like the six-yard line. This week we fumble at the two-yard line on a Kiki Kuti catch and run. Where he could see. Maybe next time we have like the ball on the one down like four points and we quarterback sneak it and fumble it. So we're like on the one-yard line next week instead of the two. And, and we fumble and lose the game. Maybe that's how we do it to, to one-up ourselves. Mm-hmm. I maybe, maybe we lose on like a Hail Mary off of a recovered onside kick on an untimed down after an offsides. Oh, man. That's I a could... lot of moving parts right there. <laughs> I, oh, wow. I, at this point, I think we could reach that by the end of the season. There's yeah. one bright spot besides Deshaun Watson in the offense right now, and that's Chad Hansen. Put him in Canton. Yeah, Chad Hansen, 38 yard touchdown. Another tutter today. Tutter for Chad. Chad has what two on the season? I think so. He's Chad been Hansen solid is every game on his way. Well, on he is his on his way. way to a roster spot next Put year. Him. Yeah, we don't need to resign Will Fuller. We got Chad yeah. Hansen. We have Chad I don't Hansen. Care. Uh, no, but all jokes aside, it's just sad. And Deshaun just can't help but laugh now because it's that bad. Yeah. Um, ultra vez, as they all say. Do it again. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think another crazy thing, blast from the past, both AB and Dez score tutters. Yeah. That's like we're back in 2013. I know. 2014. Um, and I think it's big for Dez because, I mean, that guy, he's been through. He was... I mean, more so than I mean, AB has had criminal issues, but I mean, yeah. Dez, he was the one. He was the one who got held out of uh, what was it, Monday Night Football, and he yeah, because he, he had COVID, said, and then he tweets it out, and it's yeah, like, whoa! Everyone but... said, like he said, like I'm done, like I'll see you next year, and then he comes back and he scores a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's big for him. It's big, big, big for Dez because he essentially got blacklisted by the league after his big falling out with the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was just a crazy thing. It, it he also, caught it. Yeah, he caught the football. He caught the that, football. That's undisputed. He caught the football. 
Um, and just think of the scope of how many. I mean, do the Cowboys draft Dak Prescott? Do <laughs> that's a that's <laughs> that's a, a reach. That's a fun hole to fall down. Oh man, you could go deep. I mean, I think they probably to- do. Is, still is Tony that, Romo? Right? Is Tony is Romo, Romo play by the is doing the color? Is he, still the is he doing color commentary on this year's Super Bowl, or is he leading the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? I, I mean, he's a, he's a better commentator than he was. A quarterback. Oh man, nothing against him as a quarterback. He's just one of the best in the NFL. God, he's he's amazing. I look for like I look forward to. They give him the best game every week. Mm-hmm. They've they've learned. I mean, it's so interesting to get in his mind because he's obviously such a smart player being a quarterback and having that experience. And you literally see it when he's calling. Like, he literally calls plays before they happen on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. I know, especially when he started, like, people would make, like, montages of it. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. It's like they do the exact thing. Yeah, like, he knows exactly what's happening every time. It's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And the crazy thing is he walked into the A job there. Like, he just said, Phil Simms, see you later. We're getting Tony Romo. Yeah, he sent Phil Simms, Jim Nance, pack. The funny thing is that when Drew Brees retires, he already has a contract with, I believe, NBC. Um, Oh, yeah. So when Brees is gone from the league. Brees replaces Tariqo? Or he'll replace Collinsworth. Yeah. Which is going to be crazy. So I think the this whole back the backwards deal where you have my rights when I retire, it's like, whoa. But like, do you go out right. and be like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, 20 years down the road, you're going to be our color commentator. No, hot, hot take. Breeze is going to be as good or better than Romo at commentary. Oh, I think he'll be really good. And I think Breeze is the, he's got a good mind. If he, if he can end the career, end his career without getting actually, I, I did not understand Breeze coming back to play. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird because I feel like it always happens with, with injuries like the one that he had, but like they'll, they'll list like the list of what happened. He had 11 broken ribs and a punctured lung and he missed like four weeks. Like, how's that possible? Like dudes will have a high ankle sprain. Like they'll sprain their ankle and they'll miss more time for that than for puncturing a lung. How does that work? Yeah, but I, I, but I, I mean, I, hey, I, props puncture, to, I mean, a punctured load cannot be easy to come yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, they they nearly beat the Chiefs today, though. Props to Drew Brees coming back. Yeah, three, he had three touchdowns. Thirty-one twenty-nine. Right? Uh, thirty-two twenty-nine. Thirty-one twenty-nine. Something like that. But now, let's not discount the fact that we have. You know what I'm about to say. Scoregami. Let's go. Forty-six twenty-five. Lions Titans in a weird scoring affair. And I'm pumped. I, I don't know what else to say. Tannehill, I don't know how many touchdowns. How many? Yeah, Tannehill was going off. He had two Henry with the stiff ball. Derrick Henry That's carried my fantasy center. team through the first round of the playoffs. Big ups. Big ups, man. It was just a good game. Yeah, it was a great game. For mainly for, just, just it was a great game reason. for my fantasy team because I had Marvin Jones on the other side to get me like 26. Yeah, Owen Owen could win his fantasy league. I I I got probably like 170 won. points this week or something. And uh, we're going to the semifinals. That's all I gotta say. I'm I I'm headed to the Bahamas. All right, I'm he- already I'm already in Cancun because Aww. I lost. Unfortunate, Aww. very sad. Let's cry, but it's okay because got fantasy basketball. You can join Jets fans. Oh, I can join Jets fans in breaking not I mean not going uh winless is yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean Adam Gase is doing everything he can to ensure that the Jets have no future, which is kind of a hot take, but I he's will He's just say. trying to keep his job at this point, I think. It's his job or the future of the New York Jets and he's picking his job. Yeah. And and they're asking Sam Darnold after these games like like what is it what does it feel like you know knowing that like some people are you know disappointed that you won like blah 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 and he's saying he doesn't care but like really 
The only person on that Jets team who shouldn't care is Frank Gore because he's probably in his last season. And the only person that I would feel bad for if they finished 0-16 is Frank Gore because that's how he would end his career. Yeah. Everyone else, if you go 0-16, sure, you're in the history books. You're the third team to not win a game in a season. But you have Trevor Lawrence next year. That's something to look forward to. That's a huge, huge silver lining. Winner of the week has to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Absolutely. I mean, come on. They get their shit rocked by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and they should be on cloud nine right now. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm. As long know, as they don't beat the Bears or the Colts in these final two weeks, Trevor Lawrence is Jacksonville bound, and that's gonna be fun. To watch. He's headed to Duval. Yes, Duval. Let's go. I mean, I'm popping bottles if I'm the GM. If I'm Shad Khan, the owner of oh, yeah. Jags, and and continued in our continued theme of just the Texans being absolute losers. Yeah. If the Jaguars get Trevor Lawrence now, we get to play him twice a year. Yep. On top of Can't wait. the Colts D. On top on of the top Colts defense. Of, and on top of, of Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. So yeah. enjoy, Texans fans. It's going to be a fun one for years to come. Can't wait. Um. Yeah. Mocks have the Jets taking fields at two, which I think goes back to my happens. point is like, I don't think that, I think that's going to pan out just like Haskins has, who actually started a game for the football yeah. team. Haskins, um, Josh Rosen. Yeah. I don't think he's going to translate well to the NFL. Yeah. I mean, take, he, I don't I, he's, he's supposed to be a good passer too. He just hasn't looked good this year. Mm-mm. He's thrown six interceptions in two games. The other four games, sure. He looked fine, but those were against teams that are barely good enough to even consider them power five defenses exactly so i don't know man i i just i feel bad for the jets fans i really do yeah i mean their their only hope at this point is if they lose to both the browns and the patriots which at this point is probably likely i could maybe see them pulling a victory out of their ass against the patriots in week 17 especially if the jags were to win as well can you imagine if the jags and the browns or the jags and the jets both win a game and the Bengals lose out. Could the Bengals steal the one pick? Dude, who the do The Bengals you... could be 2-13 and 1 to finish the season. Who do you take if you're the Bengals? I mean, you Which already have mean... Burrow. I don't think it can have I think the Jags and the Jets both have to win out at this point for the Bengals to get the one pick. It's pretty much between these two teams. But if the Bengals But do if the get Bengals the one get the one, you trade back, I think. Yeah. You I trade back. Trade, for I think assets. you trade I think you trade to 3. You trade to three or you trade to like six or you make a trade with the Dolphins. You take the Dolphins, the, their two first rounders and, but then why do the but then Dolphins who do the Dolphins take? Yeah, yeah exactly. they're not trading up to one. They have two. Uh, and Dang. Fitzmagic. Yeah. How, how can we, how can we discount the Harvard grad? I don't know, man. If, if it comes to that, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Is it going to come to that? Probably not. No, but, but even if you're the Jets. At this point, the Jets just have to hope that the the Colts are able to win the division next week and they sit their starters week 17 or the Bears in typical Bears fashion trying to make the playoffs just absolutely lay an egg next week oh yeah I could both see. of which are possible yeah, especially I, I, now I, that I Minshew's can... back they have a real quarterback it's not Mike Glennon anymore Glenn on. and James Robinson is a good running back mm-hmm. it's just you know are they going to stand a chance against a, a Bears team who frankly looked good this week I mean David Montgomery had a career high in rushing yards uh Trubisky, for some reason, is starting to play football finally. Yeah, Mitchie Magic got something up his butt, and he's actually doing he's yeah. doing numbers. Um, Lavishka Chenault, that that's that's the name that comes to mind when I think Lavishka Chenault and um, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Him and I think another combo is going to be T Higgins and Joe. Oh Burrow. yeah, that one's going to be good. that one's going to be nasty. But man, I like that one a lot. God, if I'm the Jets, dude. Oh, and even some of the mocks they have. 
Zach Wilson of BYU going four. That is that is way too high. Yeah. Way, 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 way. That's too picking high. out of need, not out of not out of you know best available. Uh huh. Yeah. There's there's no way I'm reaching that high for Zach Wilson of four. That's like picking Daniel Jones as I, high I, as the yeah. Giants did when you have to start Colt McCoy, even though <laughs> Jones is quote unquote hurt. When it's actually Colt McCoy who gives you the best chance to win yeah. a football game. McCoy was their quarterback for more than half of that five game winning streak they put on. And what a snoozer of a sunday night football game. yeah it was terrible i mean they just the the browns won that game before it even started yeah. let's be honest baker had a great first half put them where they needed to be to win the game and then they could just run the clock out in the second half basically 10 win season for the browns come ooh, ooh. on hey what year are we living in where the patriots miss the playoffs and are sub 500 and the browns have 10 wins not to mention the bills win the AFC East for the first time since before Josh Allen was born. Here we go. 1995 was the last time. And that and that Jeez. stretch of four straight Super Bowls that they lost with uh, with Jim Kelly as quarterback. Boy, big, big Jim Kelly. Yeah. Now they got big and, Josh Allen. Yeah. And big Stephon Diggs. You're oh, yeah. Cole Beasley as well. I know. That team's so that it's team's, a solidly built team. That's a great team. And Ed Oliver, too. Why not? They're a top, five, they're a top three team in the NFL right now, I'll mm-hmm. say. I mean, and, it's the Chiefs, the Bills, and probably the Packers as a, as a third. And once again, last year, around this time, they were losing to the Texans. And, oh, I mean, they almost beat the Texans. Let's not discount that. But now the Texans don't own any draft picks. Yeah. And now the Bills win their division. Are you kidding me with that yeah. one? So first time since 1995. God, man, it's just so crazy to think about. And, you know, the Niners go to the Super Bowl last year. Now they get eliminated from playoff yeah, contention. Injury bug killed them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you having to start I mean, Nick Mullins. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's and, and, and you even got to think is Jimmy G your future. I don't think so. In that sense, they lose to the Cowboys, the boys back to back games. First time yeah. in Mike McCarthy's tenure without Ezekiel Elliott, too. Too. Tony yeah. Pollard, two touchdown day. Do you need Zeke Elliott? The answer is, in my opinion, no. Apparently Overpaid. not. Overpaid. Wow. Yeah. It's bold. Very bold. But what has he shown, in yeah. my opinion? I, I, know, I, I need I to know see something, you know? Um, Seahawks clinched. Yeah, Seahawks spot. clinched. Barely beat Washington. Washington almost came back in that game. How about the WFT? Ending the game, I want to say they ended the game on a Hail Mary that was completed. And Did they? Quote me on that. Or don't quote me on that. Or was it that? It was some no, team. I don't think it wasn't that one that was completed. I know the Vikings Bears ended on a Hail Mary that was tipped up in the air. Yeah. And it looked like the Vikings had a chance to catch it. I think Washington was down five, drove down the field, and then the Seahawks defense sacked Haskins a couple times and they weren't able to get in the end zone. But Yeah, but the talk of that game was the fact that Fox used a hand a mirrorless Sony camera to produce these crazy shots that they were able to use. That was on Bleach Report. Everybody was going nuts about that one. It was really yeah. just a Sony A7S Mark III, which is oh, just yeah. something Oh, yeah, who wouldn't know that? Yeah, who knows camera stuff? Why are we talking about that? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, sign of the times changing in the NFL. Um, sign of the times changing in college basketball. Number four, Michigan State loses to Northwestern. Banner, banner year for the Wildcats of Northwestern. Um, Creighton also loses to Marquette. A little bit of a top 10 shakeup. Um, yep. But some good games too. I mean, including one and three, Gonzaga, oh, yeah, Gonzaga, game, Iowa. I mean, I I was I think that was my hot take to end last week's episode was Iowa was going to beat Gonzaga, and uh, it did not happen. In fact, Gonzaga looks like the consensus number one team in America. They're really really good. It's a good football team or basketball team. But 
Iowa at the end of that game in the second half, especially they were down like 20 at the beginning of the second half. They brought it back to within, you know, two or three possessions towards the end of that game. And uh, let me tell Luca Garza is the best player in the country. Oh, it's not even a question. He had like 30 and 10 the other day. He just continues to be without a doubt, the best player in the country looking like the monster from Frankenstein. Um, But I, I mean, that Gonzaga team is going to, at this point, pretty much cruise to a one seed in the tournament. I think, I think they could be the overall one seed, ride it out as number one in the AP poll for the rest of the year if they wanted. Uh, but, I mean, that game was ridiculous. Uh, you had Kansas-Texas Tech earlier in the week. Yeah. Kansas beat Texas Tech by one, I think. Good Big 12 good, matchup. Good Big 12 Great matchup. Great Big 12 matchup. Super and deep. We were, talking about, we were talking about before we started recording, Big 12 is going to be a very, very good conference this year. There's six deep. Six I mean, deep. Kansas-Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas uh oklahoma state if you want to include them greg brown in Texas. god greg brown mm. is he's he's the real he had his coming out game today because mm-hmm. the first few games of the year he was a little off he was still getting used to the college game versus high school i mean you could tell there was a break-in period for him but today was the day that he came into his own nuclear dunk I mean, he, on kid he started the game off texas's first points was an absolute yam on cade cunningham the future you know possible number one pick in next year's draft and then, and then he really just didn't stop the rest of the game. Finished with, I think, 24 points, 14 rebounds. Had, like, three blocks as well. One of them he sent into the second row, I think. I mean, he, he's, he is fun to watch. He is going to shoot up some people's draft boards in the next couple weeks, I think. He's, I think, a late first-round projection right now. Electric. I think he could find his way into a late lottery pick by the end of the season. Oh, I could see that, too. I could really see that. I think he's 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 fun to watch. You tell you say he is he's a good, good interior guy that just... I don't know. Yeah. I think he has he has good good super raw under, super underrated rebounder and block mm-hmm. shot blocker too because I mean you look at him and you see a scorer you see almost like a Kevin Durant type going mm-hmm. to that Texas connection like he's big Texas connection there he's you go. big he can shoot the ball he can score but he's also a great great rebounder he goes up and high points the ball it's a thing of beauty mm-hmm. big up Shaka Smart too. oh yeah Shaka's running a nice ship in in yeah. Texas he's the he's the head coach in Texas that I like. Ooh, Not there Tom you Herman. Go. Shade to Tom Herman. Shaka is my man. Big Shaka guy. Uh, just getting circling back. Um, Northwestern, man. That's yeah. a quality victory of Michigan State. Um, in a conference that's probably deeper than the Big 12. I mean, there really isn't a team in the Big 10 that comes off as, like, bad, I would say. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think you're, you're right in that statement. I don't, I don't discount any. I, I, mean, I think the crazy thing is that, you know, Florida State lost to UCF. Yeah, Florida State losing to UCF. That's that's crazy. not good. That's not fun. Um, but I, I I think if we get into it, uh, a Arizona State lost there. They didn't. They're not playing tomorrow due to COVID on their team. So hopefully they get healthy. Aww. Uh, and after losing to a UTEP team, that's uh, UTEP. I mean, yeah, that's the a, minors. It's a buy-in game for UTEP. They're paying to play the game. Yeah. Or Arizona. Yeah, and it is just it's sad. it's sad. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know what else to say. I think we, we got a lot to look forward to and how are they going to put the whole March madness thing together? I mean, yeah. is it going to be in a bubble? How are we doing this? We were talking about like possible cities. Um, I said, I said either Houston or Dallas. Cause you think about Houston, you have the Fertitta center, Toyota center, yeah. NRG stadium and, uh, TSU's arena. Yeah. 
But and then there's also Dallas with you know the Dickies Arena, Air American Airlines. Hey, I'm I'm sure Greg Abbott would sign off on this in a heartbeat too. Oh yeah, Greg stimulate the local economy. Why not, Greg? Or or you know maybe even to fit all 64 teams in the state of Texas, you just put one side of the bracket like one set of 16 teams in San Antonio, one set of 16 teams in Houston. You could maybe, if you can find enough courts, put one set of 16 teams in Austin. Or you could just put one set of 16 in Dallas and the other in Fort Worth. And you just have them converge in, I guess, Houston or Dallas for the Final Four slash Sweet 16. I mean, I, who who says no? Who says no? I mean, Imagine we, we, if we just have the whole tournament in Texas. Let's just have all sporting events relocate to Texas and Florida for the Texas, foreseeable Florida, future. Texas, Florida, and Arizona forever. Why not? We got the Rose Bowl in Dallas. I mean, yeah, you saw Canelo fight. Canelo fought, Canelo on fought in San Antonio to with damn near of a full crowd. Yeah. Um, 49ers have moved to Arizona. They're the they're the Arizona 49ers now. Tampa Bay Raptors. They're the Tampa Bay Raptors. I mean, possibly the Tampa Bay Blue Jays. You know, oh, I'm here for that. I imagine if Tampa's a, a two baseball team city in, in this upcoming season tampa is a base i doubt it'll town. happen but you know maybe maybe the the blue jays have to relocate for this next mlb season i would like to see them back in buffalo i like that the way they That'd have their cool. stadium going in buffalo yeah, that was cool. good but yeah how are they gonna how are they gonna figure that out we, we can get into the mlb and say with me one, one more one more shout out before we move on from college basketball uh-huh. xavier adam oh, Kunkel, that's right the boy back game Kunkel. winner over marquette who beat number nine creighton earlier in the week I mean that's a that Marquette team is no joke, but Adam Kunkel at the buzzer with a step back three to knock off Marquette. How about Xavier? Big there? big win there over the Golden Eagles. Mm-hmm. There you go, Xavier Kunkel, all time last name right there. Kunkel. That's beautiful. Up there with you know, the likes of others. I, I don't know. Of them. Kunkel. Uh, Kunkel. You know it was a big Kunkel this week in the MLB. Man. Highlight of the week. Alex Claudio to the Angels. Oh, you Let's forgot about get... Michael Walker. Ah, nah. Who cares? Walker sucks. He's he, what is he gonna? Walker flock of flame. Baraka flock of flame. Walker flock. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing that happened of note in baseball besides yeah. the minor leagues getting finalized. Yeah. Um, payroll payroll dropped by like seventy five percent. I mean, no big something, deal. Something we expected. We were talking about it before we started recording. Like the minor leagues may not survive this, which a- is at sad. least at least you know the lower ones. I know they've already condensed it to just triple A, double A, high A, low A. They who know maybe next they might even have to consolidate to just one single A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, we're we're watching the minor leagues disappear right in front of our mm-hmm. eyes, and we can even I think. Uh, some some place to highlight the former triple a affiliate of the astros fresno home of the grizzlies um this this has been one of the top triple a towns they started a promotion the fresno tacos i mean they they were one of the top triple a organizations to partner with um with the realignment they're getting moved down to a ball and they're going to be hosting the california league and the mlb essentially said either Join the California League A ball or disband your entire operation. Yeah. So, I mean, that, to that's stay where afloat, we're at. That's where we're at. They're now an A ball team. And for those of you who don't know the structure of minor league baseball, think about a team like the Yankees being told that they have to play in the same market as where the Rays play. You're not going to get as much money when 
you have a fan base like the Rays. Telling some team that you're losing all these fans and you're now only going to get A-level baseball in, in, in a park that holds AAA size yeah. people. So it's going to be sad to see uh, just these towns whose their whole thing, and Fresno's not a baseball town by any means, but these some of these towns, I mean, uh, Staten Island, home of the Staten Island Yankees. I mean, they're, they're, the list goes on and on. Trenton Thunder. Um they're losing their their whole thing. They they yeah. their their town bonds around the fact that they have a minor league baseball yeah. team, and they're, now they're losing that sense gone. of identity. Um, so that's something to look forward to. It's we're gonna. This is entering a very dark time for major league yeah. baseball. After next year, the labor agreement is over. There will be a work stoppage. I don't know how yeah. long it's going to be. Absolutely. When are they going to agree to a new CBA? I don't know when because. The blood has been boiling for Major League Baseball for a while now, essentially ever since the man in charge, Rob Manfred, came to power. Oh, so, Rob, yeah, Rob, Rob's, Rob, Rob's down in the power rankings for me when it yeah. comes to commissioners. I think the number one it's right Adam now, Silver it, it's Adam Silver, Adam and, then Silver and then everybody else. Yeah, um, we can agree on that. Yeah, I think it goes Silver, Goodell, maybe. Maybe I, mean, I don't know much. I don't know enough about what Bettman's done with the NHL to tell you if Bettman's better than Goodell or Manfred. But I, I can tell you, it's Silver is far and away the best commissioner mm-hmm. in major sports leagues. It's not close. Mm-hmm. With his bald head, yeah. just what a guy. I mean, we can jump into the NBA right now. I yeah, mean, let's we, why There's not. nothing. I mean, in there's the nothing to talk, to talk about the NBA. It's it's like a, and, a town in the middle of Texas. I mean, the NBA season starts tomorrow now. I, oh, with, man. with the Lakers, Clippers, and what is it? Nets and Warriors play the first game of the day. Jumped on us, yeah. I mean, it, it's here. It's we are here. here. We have arrived. James Harden's still a rocket. He for now. For now, I, the trade packages are heating up. We can get into that later. But I mean, I, I guess just what are you seeing this season? What what do you what do you see being some teams that overperform, underperform? It was such a like a. Like it's feel like we got we were at Disneyland and we just got the fast pass and now we're back. Like you're just pumped because basketball's back and I needed it in my life. Yeah. But God, what do I expect this season? I don't even I know. I don't know. I mean, my whole off season has been spent wondering if we're gonna have James Harden. Yeah. And we very well could be watching the last games of James Harden. But I will say one thing. Him and Christian Wood when sign he, me. He up. showed back up and my God, did he show up? I mean, he, he didn't even up. look great on his own in the preseason, but just working with Christian Wood and in this new style of offense that has him moving around a lot more, that has you know other guys bringing the ball to the court. I know you, you and I were together the first time Harden took the court, and the first like four possessions for the Rockets, Harden did not touch the ball. Mm-hmm. It was either it was weird. It was like Wall Cousins on a pick and roll, or Wall penetrating, kicking to Gordon for a three. I mean, it, everyone was touching the ball, but Harden. It felt like it was so bizarre. Yeah, because you're coming from an offense that literally was so hard and dominated, and now it's to the point where James is actually having to make yeah. cuts. I mean, he's off James the ball. James is having to do off the ball offense, which is something that's so weird to see from a, this guy who just literally does ISO all the time. Yeah. And now this is like an actual offense, and I love what Silas is doing so far. I do too. And you know, I like it a lot. Not to get into betting, but Silas is up on the high list for coach of the year possibility. And I I, I wouldn't I be opposed to seeing it. I think if the Rockets keep Harden, and that's a big if. That is a huge if. 
if the Rockets keep Harden, this but it's is a huge if that I think could happen. Mm-hmm. I will say that I I think once the season starts, it's a lot harder to swing a deal for a guy that big than it is to do something like that in the off season. Mm-hmm. That's you, my you very rarely see like a top five player move in the middle of the season. And don't get me wrong, the, the Rockets franchise has some very toxic traits that are just now the yeah. Band-Aid is st- slowly starting to off. get ripped off. But we're getting to see, you know, report just ugly leakings of, hey, Ben Simmons is like Daryl Moore has to go out and say that Ben Simmons is not on the market. Something that he said about Chris Paul, Chris Paul then gets traded. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the case. Um, but Harden literally controlled that franchise for four, five, six years. And this is the first time he's getting told no. Yeah. I mean, that's something big. And no matter how big of a star you are on a team. I mean, having total control and having to be told no, that's got to be a change for you. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I think James is going to have to realize that I think his best shot of winning a yeah. title, not saying that the Rockets are title favorites and they're not even close no, to that at all. Not favorites. Um, not even close to maybe even having a chance in it. But I think his best opportunity to win a ring with a deep, this is the deepest Rockets team in recent memory. Yeah. Um, I mean, we saw Silas today. He wants a 10-man rotation. Which is something we would never hear. In, D'Antoni um, never went bigger than eight. Which is crazy. But I think the Rockets' ceiling is a lot higher than a lot of people are thinking. I think so, too. And Especially with the wild cards that are John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. Because people forget, Cousins was a top five player in the league before the Achilles injury. He was averaging like 28 and 14 a game. I mean, he was he was playing on the level that we see guys like Anthony Davis playing at right now. And the Rockets got him on a non-guaranteed yeah. one-year deal. He's on a he's on a minimum contract. And then John Wall was an all-star before his you know sequence of injuries. I, I he was a guy that was leading the league in assists. What happens if he gets back to that? Mm-hmm. And it's really one big if. Yeah. And if and I'll say this: if the Rockets and John Wall, that's that's a tandem of Wood and Harden, who have a lot of chemistry, even in just one game, in my opinion. And then you have Wall and Boogie with the Kentucky connection. Yeah. I think the Rockets are easily a top four team in the West. Oh, I easily. think so. I and it's, and it's kind of funny to see because one of the other teams that I would consider to be a top four team in the West is one of the people that are rumored to be a possible destination for Harden, and that's the Nuggets. And I mean, we've seen really four, I think four different packages have emerged as like the favorites. It was the Nets before. I think they're starting to fall off the yeah, board. Yeah, they're fading, fading fast. At this point, it's either trading to the 76ers for Simmons uh trading to the nuggets for jamal murray or two reports that we saw come out from someone someone from 97.5 houston today uh yeah john granado yeah says john granado that says either it's going to be the celtics for jalen brown or the raptors for siakam which i would not be opposed for those deals I'd i would love i would love jalen brown as a rocket yeah I, I would take either that. of those guys over Ben Simmons, and at least for the next two years. You you plug Brown into that Rockets lineup right now. That's still a contending team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't you lose a lot, obviously, losing James Harden, but Jalen Brown is a great all around player. He's a player that's super up and coming. That Celtics team is dangerous mm-hmm. right now. I mean, I think I I want to say five thirty eight had them projected to have like the second best record in the league. Mm-hmm. They've got them projected as the one seed in the East. I want to say. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I I could I could see it. Because you're able to dump Hayward. I mean, that was such a terrible signing for them. Yeah. Which is crazy to think, you know. Yeah, they're able to get rid of Hayward. They've got a young team, a talented team. You've got Aaron Neesmith coming in there this year. Mm-hmm. Super, super good shooter uh, to work off of, of Jason Tatum. Of, uh, of Tatum course. and Kemba. I mean, 
Kemba, yeah. Taco Fall, of course. Oh, you have to mention him. You have imagine to. if the Rockets got Taco. Yeah. They were saying that we would include Marcus Smart. They would include Marcus Smart in a package that included Brown. I was like, no, give me Taco. I don't want yeah. Marcus Smart. I want Taco Fall. That'd be electric. Imagine Hakeem and Taco Fall. <laughs> I mean, Taco Fall, surefire Hall of Famer as oh, a Rocket. Legacy of Bigs, just like that sign that they oh, had yes. right outside of Toyota Center. That'd be great. Um, but I don't know what to think. I, I I know what I'm thinking about Rudy Gobert getting a five-year, $205 million extension. I think that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> the Rockets have bullied him in the first round of the playoffs. God, we have like made years. him. I don't know what to say. We've, we've, we've controlled Rudy Gobert. Let's just yeah. say that. He has not been productive at all. Yeah, we have abused the Utah Jazz every time we face them in the It playoffs. is not fun when we play them. Like, I like, I love Spider Mitchell. And the funny thing that yeah. came out of ESPN was that they said that Gobert didn't ask for the Supermax because he wanted the, the Jazz to have cap flexibility. Rudy Gobert is not... You're building around Donovan Mitchell, not Rudy Yeah, you're Gobert. not he's, building... He's acting like he's like taking one for the team as like the star, yeah, taking like, a little bit of money no. off. You're you're making $41 million a year, and that's still way too much. That, oh, my God. If you ask for the Supermax, you're smoking crack. Rudy. Yeah, you're on some sort of crack rock. You're on, the, you're on a touching the mic type beat. Yeah, <laughs> we forget. I, I'm honestly, I'm honestly shocked that Rudy Gobert still plays for the Jazz. Yeah, me that. too. I mean, because remember, he, he started like the hysteria in the United States. It's crazy because, like, you trace it back. It was Rudy Gobert who made this a real thing because he was the first like person in you know the the realm of pop culture in the celebrity sphere who tested positive. It was. That, that day it was him and it was tom hanks yeah it was him and tom hanks we were like oh no way and we were like oh this is this is like something that people get this is like this, this is real this is something that's for real for real and then and then our boy christian would test positive a couple of days later donovan mitchell gets it and here we are nine and then months remember, later there was a rift between with a COVID mitchell, baby there was a rift between mitchell and gobert yeah they did not like each other for a minute and that's something that's crazy to it's think remarkable about. to me that they recovered from it that quick Dang. i think it's just probably because we're learning so much about the virus as it's progressed and that you know depending on the level of exposure you have or you know your immune system whatever it ended up not being too big of a deal for donovan mitchell and we saw him come out last year after he had it and play his best basketball of his career oh, man. in the playoffs oh man uh, so great. i think that certainly did probably help just just to know i mean to have that peace of mind i guess back is if you're donovan mitchell that you know rudy gobert didn't go out and ruin your career or anything Mm -mm. uh so i guess you know if you look at it that way it's not as big of a deal but i mean when you get down to it that was still ridiculous oh man to think about just to think we the reporters were laughing as he touched their microphones he like touched all the microphones he was you know getting all up in it and they were literally just sitting there laughing that's so crazy man i don't even know what to man i it's just that was less than a year ago god it seems like five years ago our way of life has completely evolved in the time it takes for like a baby to be born it's been nine months i know and like it is completely changed everything that's crazy you know what's just crazy owen kyle kuzma got an extension yesterday can you believe that can you believe that i mean hey upside i guess he he looked good originally coming out i he's i guess they're still holding on to that summer league mvp one he he did win mvp didn't he i think, I think he so. did i think i remember because it was the it was the year that lonzo was there too 
Yeah, Alonzo had that triple double in the summer league, but Kuzma was better, all, like all around. And Kuzma, I believe, won the summer league MVP that year. And 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 I guess they're still holding on to that pipe dream. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm putting more stock if I'm the Lakers and the Taylor Horton Tucker than I am Absolutely. Kuzma. But Kyle Kuzma, NBA champion. I mean, three year <laughs> extension. I mean, it's not a it's not a max extension. Three right years there, at forty so. is solid, and I think it's a smart move for Kuzma because he's able to hit free agency by the time he's in his prime at twenty eight. Yeah. So he'll maybe be able to. I guess he's betting on himself, hoping that he gets a bag. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny that he got like the exact same contract as Christian Wood. Yeah. They have like identical. Christian Wood. <laughs> would you rather have Kuzma or Wood? I would. Oh man, I'd take Wood in a heartbeat. I oh, love I think, Christian. Wood. I think anyone in their right mind would. I love Christian Wood. I don't know what else I need to say, but I just I love. I yeah, he's gonna be super good. God, he he's one of the favorites for most improved player this year. I, I, I could see that. it. Yeah, you know what? Um, you know what? Five thirty eight has Kyle Kuzma's category on under wins yeah. above replacement. Yeah. Scrub. 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 Aw, that's sad. Probably one of the best paid scrubs in the league now. Oh, yeah. A, a good, solid scrub. Comparing him to 2018 Rodney Hood and 2018 oh, Tobias nice. Harris. Beautiful. Oh, and another guy. 2019 Frank Kaminsky. And 2020. <laughs> who just got, who just yeah, got waived 2020 Frank Kaminsky King. is now a free agent. <laughs> he's, he's no he's no longer good enough to play for the Sacramento Kings. Which is something that, I mean, maybe it's time for him to hang up his uh, his uh, his shoes. His his college days were his best days, God, and those were, are behind that, him. That team was so cold. Was it Sam had, Decker on that yes, team? Yes, it was Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky. God, what was were, that guard's name, too? I want to say I know like you're Bronson something. Yeah, that team was absolutely nuclear. That Wisconsin basketball team, bro. That was that team was so fun to watch. Sam Decker, former Rocket, rest in peace, Sam Decker. God, gosh, I want to find out what that guy's name was. I really Wisconsin. Do. God, bro. Nigel Hayes was on that team too. They beat Kentucky. Remember that was the year Kentucky yeah. was supposed to go Bron- undefeated. Bronson. Koenig Bronson Koenig that was the oh man he hit gosh, that game winner in the tournament in the corner oh my god gosh what a team what right a champ there. yeah RIP I, I was low-key high on Frank Kaminsky going into the draft just because of the hype I yeah, bought I into I the hype too. train and I was let down so sorry to Frank Kaminsky but you know his former team got LaMelo Ball and we were on talking about the ball brothers. It's so fun to watch LaMelo Ball. He is going His passing to passing is insane. He's going to own Sports Center for yeah. the next 5 yeah. to 10 years. He is. He's li- they are going to be so far. I he does on what he wants. He is he's going I mean, I just seeing how fun he's playing. I think that Hornets team if if at anything is just going to be fun to watch this yeah. year. Which is crazy to think about. I mean, it's a Hornets team who last year was highlighted by Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're looking at them as a team that could potentially, you know, find their way into the playoffs or at least a team that's going to be fun to watch. With the Metabot. I mean, who would have thought? Not me. I'll tell you that much right now. But that'll be fun. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I expect it's kind of like. You know, going back to my original question, like overperforming and underperforming, it's just so weird to me to think that this is an entirely new season because the the last season just ended what two two and a half months ago. Yeah. I mean, I I it's I'm hardly even processing the fact that like these are different teams that are playing. I'm still thinking of the teams from last season as like the teams that are taking the court on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, and like I like you're right. I really just have not had time to process process what what new rosters there are, what new teams there are. You know what. 
what you know rosters I think are going to be good because I know that there are certain players that went to certain teams that I think are going to be good but do I think those players are going to contribute enough to change you know their team's outlook I I know you were you were looking at like the Kings have the worst odds to 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 win the finals this upcoming year but you know they just had possibly one of the best picks in the draft with Tyrese Halliburton yeah I'm so high on Halliburton I could be wrong but I think this guy's going to be an absolute stud He's, Him and De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heal. I, mean, I think that team, that, that team like, could sneak into the playoffs. Hassan Whiteside, sneaky signing at center. I had like 15 rebounds a game last year for Portland. I yeah. Mean, they, that team's not... I, I really... It, it, it is, you know, kind of going back to what we've talked about in previous episodes. Like, we're, are, we are just seeing the return of the balance of power. Anyone can make the playoffs this year. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a single team... Like, going into last year, we said that Hornets team was going to be one of the worst teams of all time. There is not a team this year where you look at them and say, oh, well, they are going to suck. Like, that is a consensus number mm-hmm. one team in next year's draft. Yeah, the team... There is not a team like that. Like, you could talk about the Grizzlies. Oh, but they have John Moran. Yeah, but they have John Moran. You know, maybe the Knicks. Oh, they have Julius Randle and Obi Toppin. Yeah. I mean... I mean, the four, the, oh, the amount of forwards that the Knicks have, they're, they're but taking But you pair them with who? Alfred Payton at point guard? Yeah. Uh, it's, I remember... It's I, something. I, I texted you, Alfred... Alfred Payton and a half-eaten meatball $5 foot long for James Harden. Why not? <laughs> meatball marinara. Yeah, why not? Eat fresh. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that there's one single team that's going to yeah. just be dog because they're all solid. And I mean, even the Hawks, they signed Bogdanovich. I think they're a playoff team. And with with Trey Young, John Collins, now Clint Capella as their starting center, and um, signing Bogdanovich, they're a playoff team. They are. I, I, there is no one team that's just dog. If I had to make one prediction, just based off you know what happens in in sports, like general rule of thumb, the Knicks are going to have the worst record in the league. But then when we get to the actual lottery, they're not going to get the first pick. They're going to get like the fifth pick, and they're going to waste it on another like Frank and Tilakina. Ooh yeah. That'd like I mean, if if anything is going to be normal in in this completely unprecedented year, it's that the Knicks are going to suck and they're not going to get. The first pick yeah they will have the best lottery draft odds and, and they'll they get like the sixth pick yeah that's that's all i can say is oh no nicks oh yes nicks that happened yeah but we'll see i think it's gonna be a fun year i'll tell you that i'm pumped for friday christmas basketball is yeah. better than thanksgiving oh, yeah. football and Simple don't forget about buffalo marshall on christmas day so oh, christmas yes. football christmas best football. of both worlds yeah call me hannah montana um, what else happened in the world of sports? Of course, we talked about Canelo. Canelo. Yeah. Callum Smith gets his first loss. Canelo shows up and shows out. Yeah. Now, four-time champion, four different weight classes. Absolutely. He's been the champion. And, I mean, he's the best pound for pound. He, there's he really destroyed no, him. There's no talk. I mean. It wasn't a close fight. It wasn't close. I I, I was surprised Smith didn't fall. I'll yeah. give respect for him because Canelo yeah. was dominating. He, he landed more than fight. double the punches. Yeah. Double the power punches, whatever. I mean, there, there wasn't even really an argument i think the fight. next big fight i'm looking forward to is hopefully a fury anthony joshua fight yeah and i know the, we talked about that a little bit last week i mean and then the winner of that goes and plays wilder or fights ooh, wilder i would like fury to see wilder that. rematch i would love to see fury wilder too or three at this point yeah crazy um yeah and then everton top four of the table again don't forget the about Champions League. don't Forget about the Toffees, man. And Arsenal slipping. They're down to 15th. There is a realistic chance at this point if Arsenal continues to slip and teams like, you know, Fulham down down there, yeah. who I think are in the are in the third spot to be relegated right now. I mean, if those teams start to perform and Arsenal continues to fall, maybe 
Who knows? Could you imagine if Arsenal falls out of the Prem? That's big. That would be insane. They have not been relegated since 1919. So over 100 years over since Arsenal a century. has been relegated. So that's something to look for. I mean, yeah. there's always going to be that one team that's going to look bad starting out, especially a big top flight team that's always at the top. They usually find their way out of it. But if this is the year, I mean, if 2020 has taught us anything, expect the unexpected. Yeah. So, I mean, we, how far into the season are, are, are into it are we? They've all played, what, they've 14? 14, 14 matches. So, I mean, it's, we have a we got time, sample size. We, we got time to go. There's, so, time to, there's certainly time to go, but we've at least got a, a sample size right now that says, you know, Arsenal in 14 matches is in the bottom five of the Premier League. So, man, if they get relegated, I'll tell you what, I'll put money on it. I'm just kidding. I won't. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I'll, I'll put money on them finishing like 12th. Yeah, I could see them working their way back up to like 11th, 12th. Um, but Still a disappointing season, but yeah. at least they're not relegated. Yeah, good for them. And good for good week for sports in general. I think I'm just going to sit back and enjoy my holiday week. I'm just, yeah, I'm super excited for this week. Yeah, I'm pumped. Christmas Finally time. get something sort of normal this year. I mean, it, it really is the first holiday that I feel like we can celebrate normally. Since yeah. the since the pandemic started, because the other two big ones, Halloween, obviously was a lot different. Right, that's a no People not answering doors, it was pretty much a no go. And then Thanksgiving, a lot of people unable to travel. And I know Christmas is about family too, but at least you know, for most families, there people are going to be able to sit sit down in front of the tree Christmas morning and open some gifts. It'll yeah. feel normal. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out Amazon Prime. Shout out Amazon Prime. Big shout out. Amazon's doing digits. <laughs> COVID was doing digits at the Canelo fight, but Amazon's doing even bigger. Jeff Bezos could have found the the vaccine for this pandemic if he had just given them his money months ago. Yeah, but who knows, man? One more episode till 2021. That's something to talk about. So be on the lookout, man. Episode 20 to close out 2020. Episode 20 to close out 2020 with our top 10 albums and get ready get ready that's all we gotta and, and say we'll we'll have somewhat of a sample i mean every team in the nba will have played two mm-hmm. or three games assuming covid doesn't hit anybody prayers up hopefully yeah. fingers crossed for that so yeah man i'm excited let's get it yeah. about to end 2020 it's almost over hopefully like three thousand vaccines came into the houston area yes. last week get hype everybody the moderna let's... one has been passed we got a new stimulus check coming at six hundred dollars yeah it's better than nothing better than nothing better than not a kick ideal. in the coins not ideal but it's better than nothing let's just we'll get take it. let's just get hype everybody we're ending 2020 focus on the positive yes so as always twitter me at woolly zach owen at owen kiska with two eyes make sure you follow us there follow our podcast at controlled chaos pod um, yeah, we got some got some stuff cooking up for y'all that uh, you just might like. So be on the lookout for any announcements and stuff like that. Uh, go enjoy your Christmas week. It's a big week. Enjoy it. The year's almost over. Hopefully, and just go down and sit, enjoy that Christmas Day NBA basketball. That's the yeah. highlight of the year. So hope y'all have a safe one. Keep that same energy. Go we'll Thundering s- Herd. Go Thundering Herd, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Adios. The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time.